Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's time for my podcast, your podcast, everybody's favorite podcast. The Unwrapped Mind is coming at you for another hot day. Yes, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for allowing me into y'all lives. This podcast is only as good as y'all allowed it to be. And man, I appreciate y'all for spending the day with me. So it's hump day. Let's get over the hump, everybody. So whether you're going home, going in, or whatever you're doing, we humping together. Yes, we are. Um, We're going to jump right into it, as always. No, first, I'm going to shout out a few people and a few things that I did before I start talking about everything. Because I had a, a very unique opportunity over the weekend in which I got to participate in a, uh, a roundtable discussion. And I want to plug these podcasts first and foremost before I start talking about myself. So I was invited to join in on a podcast uh, roundtable discussion with um, a podcaster named Danny. And she does a podcast with her mom. And she had a panel of guests and we talked about just podcasting in general and things to make it in. So I'm a shout out the podcaster that was on there. If I got your uh, tagline, so bear with me. Tweet Talk. I told you I was on Tweet Talk. She has an amazing podcast. Uh, me and her go sit down and do another episode. So if you get a chance on Spotify or anything else like that, go check out Tweet Talk. I mean, Tweet Talks, T-W-E-E-T-T-A-L-K with a Z. Awesome. Uh, whatever Talk by uh, Donathan. Man, this dude is amazing. Just just a couple of minutes in his space, being around him, I got to feel the energy I hadn't felt in a long time. Can't wait to sit down and collab with this man. Uh, so whatever talk with him is cool. He talks about whatever, however, and uh, his voice is strong. So it's something to jump into. Obviously, my podcast is out there, so you always check out me because you're listening to me now. The voice of choice, the face that runs the place, the host with the most. Yes, the unwrapped mind. And Raising the Bar with the Posh Academy. Check out Raising the Bar with the Posh Academy. They got a weekly podcast on YouTube. Uh, Really dope. I can't wait to sit down and and get into all her episodes. She's going to give you some behind-the-scenes talk about what she does for the fashion industry and for... um, I may, I may have said it wrong with the fashion industry, but I think she is in the, um, I'm not even sure they exact, like when they, when they, um, the party industry, I think it's the party industry when they design and things like that and marriage in the mix, you're going to get, she's on YouTube as well. Marriage in the mix. So check them out. I can say I sat in a round table with all these people and very engaging, very good ideas with being bounced back and forth. And I absolutely enjoyed that moment. So thank you, Danny, for creating that space. And I really wish um, and I'm going to reach back out to you, Danny, so I can get the name of your podcast so I can sit down and listen to you and your mom talk because she does the podcast with her mother as they overcome, uh, I guess, the different experiences. And, and it was just a really good, really, really good um, situation to be part of for me. So thank everybody involved with that. Um Anyway, let's get into the things we're going to talk about. If you watch the Grammys, which y'all know me, I did not watch the Grammys. Killer Mike swept the Grammys. I've been telling people for a while, Killer Mike's album, Michael, album of the year. Now, a bunch of people on the internet clown and talk about you can't name a Killer Mike verse. That's because you can't name a Killer Mike verse. But those of us who know can can do a Killer Mike verse. But honestly, I can't do an Andre 3000 verse. 
I can't do a Lil Wayne verse. I can't do a, a, a lot of Nas verses, you know, but Killer Mike's album, the total package from track one to track whatever is amazing. So if you have not listened to Michael, go out there, pull it, listen to it and enjoy that album. He swept best rap album. Uh, I think it was best collaboration and, and best song. He swept all three categories he was part of, um, and he absolutely made the truth. It's never too late to, to to make that moment because Mike is around our age. It's never too late. Most people think rap stays a young game. It's a rap game. And he's a rapper's rapper. He bodies every verse he's on. So shout out to Killer Mike for making that moment and making history. And then it was immediately marred. One. One, the Grammys did not air him winning any of his awards. They didn't air his speech. And I know there's a lot of Grammys that never, ever, ever make the show when they're doing it. Uh, but when you got man sweeping the categories like that, you got to put that on. And that's my, always been my problem with the Grammys. I stopped watching the Grammys when they didn't air the first rap Grammy and they just reinforce it, you know, this many years later by not airing. An artist who sweeps every category. How is anytime you have a, 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 a album of the year in any genre, that is a televised category. That's a televised category. Country album of the year makes it. Rock album of the year makes it. Uh, jazz album of the year makes it. All those other album of the year make the television program. But rap album of the year is subgated to a blurb, you know what I mean? And immediately, immediately after we hear about this man sweeping and doing all those things, the next thing we see is he got arrested. That's crazy. He got arrested for um, an incident, you know, backstage or either coming or going into the Grammys that he got, he got detained. You know, so whatever it is, I'm quite sure it'll get cleared up how it's supposed to. But that made as much noise as him winning three Grammys and sweeping with the album Michael. So I'm not going to focus on that negative piece. I'm going to focus on the fact that he won all those categories. Once again, shout out for that positive man. Not just making rap music, owning banks, buying neighborhoods, making sure people got affordable low income housing opening viable black businesses. He is making sure he plants seeds in Atlanta, a place where he used to do a lot of, a lot of things that wasn't positive. He's now planting seeds in Atlanta. That's what it's about. So shout out to him. Shout out, shout out to Mike. Definitely. I'm gonna shout him out. So I appreciate that. Um, while we talk about rap, let's talk about these diss songs that's coming out. Apparently, uh, apparently Hiss by Meg Thee Stallion is a very subliminal, not subliminal diss record about Nicki Minaj and a few other people. So Nicki Minaj took it upon herself. I haven't listened to it. I'm not going to say I have. And apparently listened, just released a garbage of a diss from everybody I've heard, unless you're a Minaj fan, a garbage of a diss song towards uh, Meg. Now, 
I'm not going to discuss who beef and why beefing. I enjoy lyrical rap beefs. I think they, they push the genre. They push the artist. They give exposure to both people. But if you're going to diss, make it a diss. Don't diss halfway. You better diss hard. And from what I hear, Nikki did not diss hard. I heard his. His is pretty good. You know, it's a typical Meg Thee Stallion song. You know, she, she going to hit the points. She going to hit the good points about herself. She going to hit you with some with some subliminals about some other people. You got to be listening to catch it. And she going to make you vibe a little bit. That's what she does. She she stay in her pocket. She ride she ride her 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 style out. And I applaud that. I haven't listened to the Nicki Minaj song because I honestly, I don't listen to a lot of Nicki Minaj like that. Her music is not for me. Not because she's a female MC, because honestly, it's kind of annoying to me to listen to a Nicki Minaj song. Those different voices and accents. Just just rap, baby. Just rap. I don't need to hear all that. I'd say the same thing for any rapper who changes their voices, tones and pitches and uses accents. Just rap. I say it to men when Eminem does it too much. Just rap. I don't want to hear all that other stuff. So I'm not picking on her. I want nobody to be like, if it was a man rap, you wouldn't say that. I would, and I just did. Just rap. But I'm going to have to give it a spin just to hear it. But if it's garbage like they saying it's garbage, just come again. And as 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 rap fans, I'm, first I'm going to get into Benzino. Apparently somewhere in the middle of the night, Eminem dropped a diss song. I don't know, didn't hear it. Got past me. Don't know how. Haven't heard it, so I can't say if it's good or bad. Uh, and he went after Benzino and his daughter. And those who don't know, his daughter's Corla Ray. You know, uh, women are players too. That joint, that's his daughter. Apparently, M hits both of them because that's what M does. He's mad, you know, he he's he's mass kill. He hits everybody. That's his thing. You a target. Uh with that being said, Benzino, at some point in the middle of the night, drops a diss himself. I heard it was pretty devastating. I heard he went hard in the paint. I heard he really came through. Finally, at 30 years after being destroyed by Eminem, he come through and dropped bars. Amazing. I'm glad. Kudos. Because once again, this is push the genre, push the artist. But then, Benzino won. Benzino Goes on, and as a as a rapper, I understand. As a as a somebody being true to themselves, I understand. As a rapper's rapper, I don't understand this part. When you openly admit the diss song that everybody's applauding, everybody's saying you finally did it. Well, I didn't write this by myself. I bought in other writers. I bought in other people. We was all you know they was giving me bars to say, but I spit it. I'm not against ghostwriting. I'm not against somebody helping you do something. But when you, when you are dissing somebody because this is supposed to be personal, you got to personally do it. You can't have nobody write your diss and then be like, yo, I'm coming hard. You can, but you ain't coming hard no more. Y'all coming hard. And it just takes away from the diss itself. So shout out for dropping a hot diss track. Points taken for having five or six people help you create a three-minute diss track. 
if it's even three minutes, I still ain't heard it. I'm just hearing this killer. But just do better, man. Just do better. Sometimes it's best to remain silent on that type of thing. All right. What else is going on? Real world stuff that, that we need to be aware of. If you aren't aware, on Tuesday, the mother of the of the of the mass shooter was in Oxford, Michigan, or up there in Michigan. The mother was found guilty of being part of that mass shooting. Not because she not because she was a part of the mass shooting, because she was the last responsible adult with the gun. So what they're doing, and they're gonna put the father on trial too next month. But what they're doing is they are now targeting the parents as responsible parties to these mass shootings so we can stop saying they're just kids. We don't know how the kids are. Maybe we'll start seeing some gun safety when we start prosecuting these parents, holding parents responsible for the action of your kids. You know, because you're the proud parent of an honor roll student. Now you're the proud felon of a mass shooter and both y'all asses going to jail. Put that on your bumper sticker. <laughs> I dare you to put that on your bumper sticker. I am also the felon parent of a mass shooter. And we're both going to jail because I was found guilty in court like he was. Put that on your, put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. So kudos to the justice system in Michigan for getting that right. We're going to get these parents like we're going to get these kids Maybe, just maybe, we'll save a life or two. And we'll start stop eliminating mass shootings. Now, if you're a parent and you're complaining about that law that they're prosecuting parents because of what children are doing, you're a horrible parent. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that flatly. And I don't judge parents too often, but you're a horrible parent. I hope they sentence this mom to every day of the 45 years she's capable of getting I hope they do the same to the dad. I think the dad can get up to 15. Put them both in jail. They should both get every every year that they're eligible for. Give it to them both. And put them in there with your son. Y'all can all do courtyard walks and beautify the prison and highways together. Make it a family event. Matching orange jumpsuits. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Today is... February 7th, that means you got exactly 14 days to get your stuff together, be it flowers, candies, cars, shoes, coat, jacket, watches, jewelry, whatever it is you get for your significant other, you got 70 days, tick, 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 to get it all together. You definitely better get your butt to moving because I can tell you right now, Walmart only got those cars that are that have been picked over and they only got them Russell Stover's heart shaped boxes of candy left. So you better do something. You better hope you hear a code for one eight hundred flowers or something and you can get you some 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 colorful flower arrangements because, boy, you're running low. You better be watching for that. Every kiss begins with K jewelry commercial and go get her that heart shaped pendant that you didn't bought like seven times because boy, you running low fellas. Just be prepared for some crappy Valentine's day gift that you ain't want. I E some, uh, lingerie that your wife wearing and a steak dinner at Outback. You know, it ain't about us. We've accepted that. I prefer you just give me cash, you know, just throwing that out there. Uh, it's black history month. 
and and I was remiss by not mentioning that last week. I think I was so caught up into everything that was going on. Um, it's Black History Month. I had the amazing opportunity to go speak um, at North Charleston School of Arts and talk to children about black history, about motivating themselves, about moving forward, about what success looked like, um, not feeling guilty for obtaining and achieving success, understanding that everybody who is with you now may not be with you tomorrow as you move up and forward. I talked to him about leaving a trail of breadcrumbs because it's only lonely at the top because you have not shown others how to get there with you. Be proud of what you do, no matter how many other people criticize it. Don't let nobody tell you what you can't be based off what they ain't did. Be an innovator. It was an enjoyable experience talking to those children, talking to those students who are in one of the top schools in the nation. They were hanging on to my every word. We asked, they, we, we did questions afterwards. They took some pictures. I felt privileged being in their presence. Not because I was kicking knowledge to them, because I was gaining from being around them. I could be like, I felt better just being around them. So shout out to North Charleston School of Arts for having me. And shout out to every student who came and listened to me speak. I promise you I'll be back. I'm going to come and talk again this month. And I'll do it as many times as you want me to. But with it being Black History Month, let us not forget. And the same thing I told every student sitting in that room. Black history, African history is the world's history. It is the missing piece that they don't teach us. If you take all these continents and move them together in the center, you'll see a piece that's missing. That's Africa. That's what connected all these all these continents together. We all started there. Math, history, art, science, religion. It all started in Egypt. They want you to think Egypt is separate from Africa. It's not. It's all part of it. It's, it's all there. We are all black history, regardless of what color you are. If you take any... Any white, black, Asian, Italian, whatever it is you think you are, and you take a DNA test, you'll see you have a percentage of Africanism in you. You take any Africans, blacks, you won't get the same results. You'll get some mixtures, but you won't get the same. Every person on this planet has African in them, but we don't have every other people in us. Does that make sense to y'all? We are the missing link that no one's talking about, that no one wants to acknowledge. We're what they're trying to erase because we are it. And when I say we, I'm talking about each and every person that listens to us. Because in the, the truth are, we all have black in us. We all have African in us. We are We are what they don't want to talk about. That's why we are capable of making these things and pushing things further than what they were invented. And perfecting things. We are brilliance personified. Um, so before I step out. And I'm going to step out. This is when somebody says something. I totally agree with. Somebody unexpected says something. I totally agree with. I totally am like. This person finally says something brilliant. Then I read an interview. With a completely. Completely. Throw the cake on the floor. So, Nikki Haley. Y'all know how much I, I do not like Nikki Haley. She nailed the presidential election 
in this simple phrase. She said, the party that retires its 80-year-old candidate will win this election. She's absolutely right. I'm not voting for her, but she's absolutely right. We both got two old, decrepit candidates running. Both parties do. And the first person to say, we don't want you anymore, will win that election because they'll put somebody new, young, and vibrant in there, as I talked about last week. But when right after I hear that, and I'm like, man, she nailed that. She killed it. I hear she went on the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God and said the mother Emmanuel shooting was not race related. Can your head be further up your ass? Are you really trying that hard to not acknowledge racism? Come on, lady. Come on. Please, hey, whoever her team is, tear up her cue cards or when she about to talk on her own, cut her mic. She should never be allowed to say what comes out her head without passing it through somebody else. She's going to say something that stupid. So I'm not going to end this on a bad note. I'm going to shout out. Um, it's Wednesday. Y'all know what Wednesday means. Wednesday is the Pursuit of Forever podcast. My man, Rajon. Definitely. Rajon Latoya Lewis. Check him out. Real people talking about real relationships, talking about ups, downs, Ups, downs, highs, lows, good, bad, and indifference. They're not giving you relationship advice. They're giving you real talk. They're sitting there talking about their experiences, which is way better than having somebody who has a degree in marital therapy. You got two people who are giving you their real life experiences, which may be similar to yours, may be totally different, but they're being honest about what they went through. And we all need honesty in our relationships. So check out uh, The Pursuit of Forever with Rajon Latoya. They go live on Facebook and then they put it on YouTube. Check them out. Subscribe. Hit that box. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Phil and Leroy, the Judgmental Podcast. Keep putting out good stuff. I'm loving y'all, man. Y'all know I do. I'm one of y'all biggest fans. Um, it is what it is. Keep putting it out. Um, playing for keeps. Check her out. I'm telling y'all. She do real, she do real, real spit when it comes to dating. She's just real. Her guests are honest. And I love that because those of you who are dating understand how hard it is. And she going to tell you she's giving you real stories. That's relatable. Um, <coughs> excuse me. What else is out there? Oh, shout out to black businesses. This is Black History Month. Support black businesses. And this MK VIP man cave. The naked seller. Yeah. The naked seller. The wine junkie. Same site, same person doing the same thing. Uh, the soap dish. Check her out. She's actually, if you follow, if you follow D Mills, she's a woman. She's the woman who owns the soap dish. She's showing you her journey, how her body butters are healing the second degree burns on her hand. So she's showing you real proof of what her body butters are doing. Hypoallergenic, all made by one person. Shipped across the United States from her house to you. And she's showing you what they do for real in real time. You cannot get better than that. Um, who else did I hit? Oh, LaRock. Love everyone regardless of color. Clothing. Go ahead. Shop the clothing. Get you a hoodie. I'm quite sure we got a new line about to drop. Everybody that I mentioned, uh, you can find them on all platforms. Instagram. Uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. They probably got TikToks, Facebook, 
They ship everybody ships across the country. Nobody who I mentioned on this podcast will tell you they can't ship to you. They'll get it to you in the time you need. Uh, so check her out. Hey, for all my Greeks, Masons, uh, Order of Eastern Stars, if you are looking for any of that Nelia, go check out Need Nelia. Uh, she is a certified seller of your particular merchandise or paraphernalia. She can ship it to you across the world. Got a bomb website. I'm on the website. I did some work for her a while ago, so I'm still on the website. Get to see your boy. Uh, but check her out. Need Nelia is out there too as well. With that being said, y'all, peace in the Middle East. Hope you made it to your destination. And I'm out.